Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast, the college football's only podcast. I'm Spencer Hall, coming to you live from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and just a few, just a few parcels north of me joining us. Uh, we've got Jason Kirk. Hello, Jason. Parcels, a parcel of uh, parcel of traffic. Probably right. Isn't that the 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 metric unit we go by here? I think I, I think it's a cup. I think the the approximate distance from uh, where I am sitting to where you are sitting is uh, three hollers, one mountain, a hop skit, and a backy spit, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, three parking lots. There is a mountain. I'm Ryan Nanny. There there is a mountain from which um the from which the United States attacked a a breakaway. A breakaway republic within yeah, the city happen. of Atlanta at one point. From which the United States said, go on, get. Yeah, get. Go said, y'all knock the shit off. Yeah, the SEC, again, that's why the SEC doesn't play out of conference. <laughs> a mountain from which the Big Ten um, won the Sugar but won the Peach Bowl. Yeah, it had a real great bowl season. Just all the, all the way through it. The real granddaddy of them all. The real granddaddy. <laughs> Just burn the house down. Uh, the uh, we're going into uh, I believe get some emails. I'm gonna get this right for the first time this season. I'm gonna get it right. You ready? Are you just guessing what week it is? Yeah, but I'm gonna get it right. That is, that will be new. <laughs> we're going into week five. Boom, Spencer. No, what that's now? wrong. What now? Don't do that. <laughs> you almost pulled that off of me. You wouldn't believe me. <laughs> I would have. I have to do that, you know. Like when I give you could, I could give somebody my birthday and address, and you'd go, "I don't think that's right," and I'd be like, "Oh God, is it?" Do you do 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 you do y'all do the thing where someone says, "How old are you?" and you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Um. Oh yeah. Carry the three. Uh, it's like once you, I don't know what the age is. Once you get past a certain age, it's like I don't I don't store this information anymore. Hang on, if you really want to know, I'll sit and I'll get a calculator. I've taken to counting my age by fives, not because the ages in between are old, but because they are boring and nondescript. Yeah, yeah. So like what what is thirty six, right? So like I will be I will be thirty five until I am forty, at which point I will happily be forty, but it's just easier. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. It's like when you have a newborn, you go by weeks. And yeah, then, and no. then you go by months and then you go by years. At some point you gotta let us go by decades. Yeah. I remember how old I am because I think when you get over 40, you remember the number because you see it in a, a grisly crime context, right? You're like, like Ooh, missing. When your peers start dying of heart attacks and everyone's like, oh, so young. <laughs> right, right. You, you just list yourself in your head. You're I don't like, know why Spen- I said that happily. You go, Spencer Hall, 42, lost in Glacier National Park for three days. Searchers are not optimistic about finding him. Surprised at the degree of mutilation of the body. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing I know about my age is that every time um, someone's talking about millennials as if millennials are all like 17 years old, which spoiler alert, they're not. Um, I, Those aren't even millennials anymore. Yeah, it's exactly. Exactly. I love it. And like, I'll go like, as the oldest millennial. I'm ruling. On <laughs> it's the ranking millennial here. But like, I'll go up and check my year, my, my birth year. And it's like, wait, I, I'm still it still says on the Internet, I'm a millennial. So like, how could actual young people be millennials? If you're if you're like 27 years old, calling yourself young, you're not young, you're old. So I think if you have the entire concept of young people, that's when you know you're. 
You're- yeah, if you've ever caught yourself, okay, listen. If if you've ever caught yourself looking at kids on the street and wondering why aren't you in school? <laughs> yeah. I think anyone who's ever wondered how people on Twitch make money, if you've wondered that, you're old. <laughs> but yet I'm a millennial. Yeah, millennials are old, is what I'm saying. All millennials no, are I, old. No, I I think we're arguing the same side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're if you're a millennial, you're old. Mm. Yeah, or you want to be old. Like right? a millennium. That's a long time. Yeah, you're a thousand down. years old. Yeah, you were born in the previous millennium. You God. survived the Big Bang. You're you all Galactus. Y2K. They say they're making the, the Black Widow movie about Y2K. <laughs> that's the dumbest. That's like the fastest I've ever gone while reading that from like, this is a stupid idea. This is a great idea. I need this. Please, yes. This is yeah, weird. like some, like Black Widow saved us from Y two K. I need this movie so badly. <laughs> I love I love now that that just seems quaint. You're like, well, what did the internet do? Like, what did computers do back then? You're like, we wouldn't have Windows ninety five for over twenty four hours. <laughs> the banks were gonna go down. Oh yeah, I mean we saw <laughs> no, we no, saw just, like seven years later how that goes. Yeah, yeah we should have let the banks go down. Just just wait seven years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was actually Y two O eight. Um. We do have, I did get it right uh, as a senior citizen of this podcast. I did somehow overcome my dementia and identify the week we are entering correctly. Tonight, we are going to discuss. Can you still remember that week? It's week five. Woo. Good. I'm actually holding out my hand like this. You can't see it. I'm holding it up. With yeah, all I thought five. you were going to backhand me. No, I um, I am just. I mean, maybe. Did you I'm write the number on your hand? <laughs> yeah, like I could remember what to be mad about in two minutes. It's week this many. It's week this many. I'm holding it up. It's week five. We're coming out of not blood week. I think that's what we determined to call week four. Uh, before we discuss it, we do have uh, a little bit of podcast business. Podcast business? Podcast business. Podcast business. What's that business? Podcast business. It's the business of pods and cast and podcast and podcast. Um, this is one podcast. That 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 I do, and wait, uh, wait, wait, what? Yeah, it's just one of them, one of them, and there is another. I know, I, I know that I, there's there's enough of me for two, especially because there's uh there's a lot of help trying to turn what I do into a legible, uh, straight linear kind of narrative thing. Because there's another podcast we're going to talk about. Uh, tonight that uh, I'm going to go ahead and pimp because we uh, we're making it. We're making a podcast. It's great. Uh, the name of it is uh, the full name is It Seems Smart at the Time, which I know you say. Somebody goes, isn't that a bit of a self-own? To which I replied you know. You have no idea. If you don't own yourself who do you own? Okay. Yeah, that's uh, it's called self-determination. Maybe. maybe that's right. Maybe, you know read up on some american yeah come on that's that's you know you gotta this is who else is going to own you but yourself you don't yeah. want somebody else owning you duh am i being am it. i being the tanks yeah please be 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 more libertarian with yourself Ugh. okay that means abuse yourself in the interest of another self that doesn't want to brush your teeth my highest priority says that fluoride is a lie. Uh, but yeah, it seems smart at the time. 
aka It Seems Smart, we're going to be doing uh, a number of stories about times people decided to cheat in sports and, and how that went. Usually not well. Usually they're very, very bad ideas. And uh, we're going to do, you know, six or seven of them. Just depending on how we feel. It's crazy. Uh, I enjoyed that the Wall Street Journal said that uh, it was going to be, what, a podcast about trick plays. It's great reporting, Wall Street Journal. It's excellent. It's well worth the fact that I read exactly an inch and a half of your articles every time they come out. Click here to subscribe more. Nope. Nope. Sorry. So yeah, coming up in October, going to have six or seven of these. They're going to be a delight. That's all I got. I'm not bad at plugging shit. Yeah, and y'all can go subscribe to it now. You can go. Yeah, you can go on, yeah. On there your, you go. Your, Look at that platform of choice. You can go on ahead and get first in line. Be a big booster baller, baller VIP. Yeah, and so forth. Go ahead, leave a review. I know it hasn't come out. <laughs> Just go by the trailer. Just be like, man, this sounds incredible. Man, this shit knocks. This shit goes. <laughs> this shit hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> this bangs. While you're at it, leave the full cast review on that same platform. And subscribe oh, and, to and our like, Reddit like thing and little, our Twitter thing. Yeah. And uh, one, one little secret in here. Uh, Holly Anderson makes you know a significant contribution to the entire thing. Because she's on podcast as well. It's kind of funny that you forgot that. I didn't forget it. No. This is the week five rememberer you're talking to. Yeah. See? That's two in a row. That's two in a row. Occasionally at points where I am I am led astray, especially by my own worst instincts in each story, Holly will come in and helpfully knock me back into place. I perform unpaid emotional labor for the podcast. It's just like real life. Yeah. Just what? Week five. Week five. (laughs) And thus concludes podcast business. Thus concludes podcast business. (laughs) What you want to start off with? Who are you asking? The universe. Um, Because I know where because I know where I want to start, but I'm considerate. Well, we didn't go ahead and do an orderly uh, spreadsheet for the evening. Um, also, Ryan's not here. Those two things might go hand in hand, dear listener. Mom. So yeah, mom. mom. <laughs> there are no pizza rolls. No one made pizza rolls. <laughs> uh, I think the Thursday game bears mentioning. I don't like the Thursday Friday games. It's easy to get caught up and do like forty five minutes on those, and then realize like, oh right. <laughs> but I think the Thursday game bears at least mentioning because it's UNC traveling to Miami. UNC, of course, had about 35 suspended players, and then the game got canceled somewhere in there, so I really have no idea how many of those fellows are still suspended or are coming back or or whatever the case may be. I'm not sure it matters, but either way, this will be be the first UNC I watch all year, that's for sure. Oh, no, I've been watching UNC all year. Why? Because I had the Fedora prophecy going that UNC was going to go 0-6. And of course, who went and came along and told me what I needed to hear? That I was wrong. Who gave me what I needed in college football? Albeit by throwing their own body in front of the train and saving me from my own delusions. That's Pitt. Pitt. The greatest team in college football. The one that may not give you what you want, but that gives you what you need. That, that's what they did. 
they learned me up. They showed me that I was wrong. And I believe that uh, North Carolina no longer has 45 players suspended. It, it dwindles by the week. So they, 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 yeah. they got like, they got reinforcements by the week. <laughs> they got fresh shipments. Steady stream of young men flowing in. We need, we need new heels. <laughs> More heels. No legs, just heels. So yeah, that's Thursday. Now, uh, Miami is, of course, seems to have made a quarterback change. They were one of like it, it, this was the week when every team in the country realized like, okay, fine, let's just bench the old guy and put in the young guy. So every every team got better all at once by doing that. Um, we also have uh, a Friday night game of note. You might disagree. It's too bad. Just because I like watching UCLA. Uh, struggle. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Chip Kelly was the greatest coach in the damn world once. I mean, anywhere of anything. I mean, he still might be. He, uh, you know, who knows how Jim Mora would have done against Fresno State. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it would have gone well. I don't think this will go well either because UCLA plays at Colorado. Colorado. Again, for what they are and what they have, Colorado's a pretty good team. Mostly an air attack on offense. Defense, they they play real hard. And that's more than UCLA has right now. UCLA got a whole lot of nothing. And Chip Kelly has them doing calisthenics on the sideline. The (laughs) The jumping jack circle. That's incredible. Yeah, the jumping jack circle. (laughs) The fittest team in football. What is what does that prove? It proves that I hate all of you. That's, that's when you can't like sample their urine and put robots on them while they sleep. You make them do jumping exactly. jack circles. All Chip Kelly wants to do is put robots into your urine. That's all he wants to do. Let him do it. Why do you not want Chip to be happy? Chip Kelly's dick hole robot. Just yeah, just <laughs> just give him what he wants. I think that I think those words just killed like a three percent of Holly. We're gonna, gonna have to go play Nintendo. We have to like bring her back. <laughs> um, lightening the mood. Saturday at, in the early shift, we get a we get a goddamn banger to start things off. We get West Virginia, Texas Tech, Texas Tech coming off coming off a win over Oklahoma State. That's as lively as a noon game gets. Coming off a, and I like I can say this out loud, and it's not even funny. Coming off a dominant damn win over Oklahoma State, like where they they beat them up and held them to nothing in the second half, points wise. Uh, like a bad. That's that's how you know it was a bad game. Uh, it was like a bad blackjack hand. Just stood on seventeen, and nothing happened, man. Yeah, unfortunately, they were playing 41, not 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because Cliff Kingsbury is an innovator. 21? Not 41, son, at least. Uh, yeah, that is a that is uh, an instant banger. I think that you've also got, by the way, like, can I give you an intriguing game? I'm not saying a good game. I'm just saying one with two teams who are at very different points in their development. Because remember, I don't think people really properly appreciate where teams are and what they could be uh, versus what they are uh, and and how they look on a given day. By that, I mean this. 
neither Arkansas nor Texas A&M are in anything like the shape that they will eventually end up in at the end of the season or, you know, in the middle of next season or end of next or maybe three or four, five, whatever years down the road. Right. Sure. Two teams under new management, two teams that, by the way, I know that Auburn beat them 34, three Arkansas has some serious execution and talent fit issues. However, on the stat sheet, they've, 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 they've improved. They have, they were, they were in a lot of ways a way better team than Auburn. It's just sometimes in football, I don't know when you cough up four turnovers, that happens. But if they didn't, which, you know, they'll work on, I presume. I think that's part of practice. It's not doing that. Right? Yeah. You tend to go over that. Yeah. You tend to bring that and already up. A, and Texas A&M, way further ahead of them on the curve. Already a vastly improved team. You know, just look at that first half against Alabama. Don't look at the second half. Ever. No one needs to watch that again. Yeah, I think, well, Arkansas A&M, we know how this goes every single year. Um, Arkansas gets to a big lead. A&M roars back. They go to overtime. And then you get crowd shots of um, Husky gentlemen with pigs painted on their bellies who are very sad in a 175,000-seat football stadium. And we'll do this again next year. Uh, if you want to watch also, quick footnote, if you'd like to watch the rare situation of Indiana entering a conference game, not only as a heavy favorite, but as a likely beater of ass, Indiana at Rutgers is on Big Ten at noon. Don't watch it. Just know that it's happening. Got that three thirty so, shift. So that's the noon slate. Uh, Clemson also has Syracuse, who um, <clears throat> might be the third best team in the ACC. <laughs> really, might be. Uh, I don't think they'll come all that close. They 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 got it last year, um, but I think Clemson's upgraded at quarterback, and they have the home field advantage, and so on. I mean, they've up, certainly upgraded from an injured Kelly Bryant to a Trevor Lawrence that isn't injured. I think that's, we can all clearly agree, but. I don't know, Syracuse might be good, and the ACC doesn't have a whole lot else to count on, so sure. Don't, 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 uh, don't beat them up too bad, Clemson, I guess is the point. Yeah, also you get a full four quarters of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, who knows? With no pretenses like. that Kelly Bryant is even close to being the starter here, right? Right, yeah. And because of the uh, NCAA's new redshirt rule, uh, as at the time of recording, Kelly Bryant has not practiced since Trevor Lawrence took over the job. So uh, KB has the option to use this as a redshirt year, graduate and go play elsewhere next year. So, and then let's just assume that's what he's going to do. This is the most Abercrombie and Fitch game of the week in terms of quarterbacks, by the way, Trevor Lawrence on one side, Trevor Dungey on the other. Yeah. (laughs) Eric Dungey, most known, I think on the internet for a gif of him from a school project where he is dumping grape soda all over his half-naked self. These are the, these are the two two bookends on the white boy quarterback spectrum. Like Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. long, flowing, golden hair, stands in the pocket, coils and delivers. You know, like just just big, big, tall, prototype type. And then you have crazy ass Eric Dungy, like <laughs> gritty grinder. 
<laughs> the guy, the guy will sacrifice his leg for two more yards. Like very, very much. I think a in the real Todd Wes Reesing. Welka type at quarterback. Yeah, he's the Todd. He's in the Todd Reesing school of quarterbacking. No, <laughs> he's in the damn. He's in the damn um, Red Grange school of quarterbacking. He wasn't a quarterback, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> he's the damn like like back when quarterback was uh, quarterback also punted and played linebacker. Yeah, that's Eric Dungy. He's a crazy person. Like, like Stan Elbow Legs Verlaine. <laughs> He's also in the army right now. Does he <laughs> yeah. any place for army? No. No, he's a Lance Corporal, actually. He's got a few responsibilities. He it's weighs 143 job. pounds. Yeah. He's got three kids. Works in a mine. <laughs> he's got seven jobs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the new. Dear God, Clemson's defensive line versus Eric Dungy. Just oh God, let's hope this is over quick. It'll look like it'll look like when you know it'll look like when a killer whale picks up a seal and just decides to toy with it, right? Uh, no. Just, uh, so uh, the three thirty slate. <laughs> <laughs> be, y'all better Most important game of the year is at three thirty, Jason. Mm, what Pitt UCF? close <laughs> pit pit beats the national champs again uh, oh you're talking about fsu I like just, louisville <laughs> I f- florida state at louisville just feel like making noises gargling noises at most like nothing the more i read the worse it gets purdue at nebraska oh oh which coming into the year that looked really really fun. It looked it looked dope, didn't it? It looked fun. What is the? Uh, I haven't looked at over unders yet. The um, let's see it. What the fuck? The oh, there it is. The over under in Florida State Louisville is forty seven. Seems generous. Turnovers, turnovers. Okay, yeah, fumble runbacks. Yeah, I think turnovers and bad special teams probably is where they're kind of like people are just betting errors. They're just like, I don't know. Teams are inept offensively. Let's just take it to like, you know, 47. It'll be fine. Sure. It'll be good. Uh, Yeah, there's nothing. It's just, yeah, so next. There's Texas next. at Kansas State. Texas never wins there. Granted, Kansas State is bad. But. Yeah. A quarterback changed this week, by the way. Like, which is interesting because the way that I read it was some bizarre phrasing. I believe that Bill Snyder coming into the year had listened to his offensive coaches that they, uh, they, they wanted Skylar Thompson, right. As their option starter. And Skylar Thompson didn't exactly fit the typical mold of a Kansas state quarterback, and by that, I mean he did not look like dime store Superman. He didn't look like he's made dollar of stores. Parts. Right. He didn't look like the Frankenback, who's secretly a tight end that they just moved to quarterback, right? He didn't look like Jim Tebow. Yeah. He didn't look like Dan Lefevre, actual name, because Dan Lefevre was basically that. Yeah. The way that it was put, this is from Jeff Rosen of the KC star Bill Snyder asserts his power over K-State assistance. Wow. 
which I just saw like Gandalf, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's also literally Kansas State's offense. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bill Snyder just doing the windbreaker Gandalf thing, asserting power, cracking some heads, saying, "Why don't you put my beloved?" Hunk a boy in there at quarterback, and we can run some dives. Holly, are you playing Nintendo? Yes. What are you playing? Uh, I am back in Super Mario Odyssey trying to collect all these power moons so I can get to that last moon base. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those things. I beat the I beat the second moon world with, the, with all the bunny rabbits in it, and now I got to get to the other one. Did, Best thing. Have y'all done the... Um, the new thing where you can download like 30 old NES games, the online thing. I have not. No. It's awesome. It's like $20 for a whole year and you get, uh, suppose. Oh, wait, is this part of the Switch subscription service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly yeah, it's we got were talking about doing this because it means we can play Mario Kart without being in the same room, which is probably safer for both of us. Yeah. It's pretty good. And like, also you get to realize that all the old NES games are kind of trash. <laughs> Yeah, I I actually ordered. They have old Sonic, and I paid like it's just downloaded. It's like nineteen ninety nine or some shit. But I was like, I love Sonic, and I paid for it. And I'm like, man, I should have just bought the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Slaps. We were going through. Daughter and I were going through like all the old NES games, and it's like this wrestling game is the worst thing I've ever played. Like. <laughs> Like Mario, it's, Mario one the four, the one before Super Mario one uh, is like barely a game, you know. Mario three is still good as hell. Mario three bangs. Mario three has still got it. Um, Doctor Mario also excellent still. Doctor Mario, man, my cradle Catholic mother in law called her own son a son of a bitch <laughs> playing Doctor Mario. <laughs> I mean, you met my mother in law. You know what this means. <laughs> Um, and like i've never seen her that angry and it was over a game at dr mario (laughs) that's good games bring people together when you have to get so mad you call yourself a bitch (laughs) wow i've never heard her cuss before yeah that's her own son yeah that's like that's like maude flanders cussing it just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. period also playing through zelda one i am astounded by the attention span and uh willingness to be like like just constantly humiliated that i apparently had as a child like this game is insanely hard for (laughs) for no good reason there there is no 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 guidance no nothing to help you whatsoever um everything is bullshit you die constantly for no good reason at all they'll have something which is something like they'll have a screen which has 150 tiny shrubs on it 150 like no lie 150 tiny shrubs and two paths through it and they're like if you hit the 23rd bush on the right there's a secret hatch that you can't beat the game without going through yeah yeah and or and like on the next one there'll be like the same hidden thing but if you do that you get like a dollar I remember as a kid, like this, this really was the first game where it was like, you had to talk to your friends about like 
where all this shit was and eventually the whole school just sort of learns and i was reading the uh the creator miyamoto he was like he was, he was letting people play a demo version and they kept complaining about like it's so hard there's no there's no way to tell what you're supposed to do we don't even know like like there are dungeons do you need to go like they were complaining about how hard it was and he was like you know what fuck you now you don't start with a sword now the sword's buried buried underground and you need to go, gotta, gotta go get it from an old man so the more people whine, the harder he made the game. We all learned a lesson about back talk. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't sass Miyamoto. Damn, Big Daddy Miyamoto. Just lean it down. I will turn this damn bus around and then you'll have no bus. There is, um, there is a game that I want to go ahead and just mention because um, somebody will mention it if we don't. Michigan plays at Northwestern. And I just want you to know they're both excellent schools. <laughs> gonna beat you all to it they're really really great schools all of them also i hope michigan crushes northwestern they probably won't because for some reason every now and then michigan has more trouble with northwestern than they should next on the schedule not so good schools <laughs> hey. that could be anybody <laughs> florida but it's not florida's a fine school actually the whole six o'clock group is just that's a lot of academics. Redbird reading football hour. You got Georgia Southern, Liberty, Washington State, Mississippi State, Florida, Arkansas State. That's I mean that's some academic powerhouses. Excuse me, Florida. Florida currently is ranked just next to Georgia Tech, sir. So <laughs> take that for whatever it's worth. What on like your list of degrees? That's correct. On my list of degrees, it is number Spencer one. Spencer Hall's personal power rankings. Yes, personal power rankings of universities I have attended. <laughs> the, the yeah, there's a lot going on in this slate. Again, I'm not telling you to watch Utah, Washington State, but I'm going to peek in because, <coughs> I don't know, have you ever watched a dog try to lick peanut butter out of the top of its own mouth? That's what this game is going to be. The dog confused and yet interested as Washington State. And the peanut butter gumming up the works is Utah. They'll probably lose, but it's going to take a lot of effort on the dog's part to put it away. Yeah, it's Wazoo just constantly saying, you know, let's, hey, let's have a game with points. And, and Utah just being Bartleby, Bartleby the Scrivener about it. <laughs> what would you like to do? I would prefer not to. I would prefer not to score. I would prefer not to let you score. I would prefer not, I only like punting. It's really... <laughs> Bar- Bartleby's Bartleby had that edited out. Bartleby the the <laughs> um, then we have going into Stanford at Notre Dame. I boy, this seven thirty slot, y'all. This is the I think this is the first like you better have you better have nine screens. You better actually not have nine screens here because it gets very confusing very quickly. You got Stanford Notre Dame. Which Notre Dame probably wins, but Stanford, as we've seen, is capable of who knows what. You got Ohio State, Penn State. Probably the most important game of the year so far. So you got yeah, K- which, hell, Kentucky's playing. Buddy, that's a, hey, that's a ranked team you're talking to. That's that's Heisman front runner Benny Snell. That's AKA the, AKA Snell, yeah. Hey man, they got a Josh Allen who is good at college football. That's how good this team is. Why don't what? Hey, 
Dear Buffalo, why don't you draft Benny Snell first at quarterback? No, don't. Don't send Benny Snell to Buffalo. Come on. That's We like Benny Snell. <laughs> He's been in Lexington this whole time. Which, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's suffered enough. <laughs> Buffalo, the SEC, those frigid Lexington winters. How many, how many popularity points do you think it adds to a college football player to have their name end in a Y? Because, like, if he's Ben Snell, do we like him as much? No, Benny. Also, he comes from a long line of, like, in Kentucky, you have to be a, a Y name, right? You can't be you can't be Dick. You have to be And Dickie. you got to have a one-syllable name that sounds like it's a chain of hardware stores. Yeah. That's long. Like, if he wasn't a Snell, he would have been a Sneed. Like, we, we loved, we would have loved Ted Bridgewater, but not quite as much. <laughs> you can't be a man under 50 and refer to yourself as Ted Bridgewater. Ted. Ted Counterpoint, Ted Bridgewater. Herman Lathers. Herman Lathers. <laughs> <laughs> what if we went by Theo Bridgewater? Theo. <laughs> T. Yeah, I, I think. Or like if, if Johnny Manziel is... went by John Manziel, we would have been sick of his shit years <sighs> ago. John Manziel. Take that shit out of here, John. I I just enjoy that we I just enjoy having a very popular quarterback with a I don't think entirely difficult Polynesian name because here going into again proudly remembered week five there are still people on national television who cannot pronounce Tua Tagovailoa at all it's majestic it's beautiful you can see them tense up when it comes in. It's I'll tell you what, hard, I just call him Tua because I have heard his last name pronounced so many different ways. There is like an invisible N that I think you're supposed to say. I'm not even going to risk it. He's Tua. I, I, I've heard it like like a, like an N before the G. I don't know how it gets there or where it comes from, but there's only yeah. one Tua. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, that guy. So Mizzou is off this weekend, which is good after they took a, a frustrating loss at home to Georgia before they have to travel to South Carolina and then to Alabama. And then they got to deal with Memphis and then they got to get their ass beat by best team in the world, Kentucky. So it's a friendly time for a bye week for Mizzou and particularly for Barry Odom, who is just not getting a lot of UV protection from the sun on top of his skull because his hairline is vanished completely vanished this man needs some help spencer what can we do for him um i think we got just the people we can talk to life is stressful and over age 35 you know you, you might drop the top whether you want to or not and and if you don't want to and you're not okay with that all right and you know what 66 percent of men they, they're gone by age 35 all right in the in the hair department all right not the mortality department okay it's not that dire <laughs> Not even at Mizzou. Not even in the state of Missouri, right? Not even for Mizzou football. No, no, no. 66%, man. And, and I will tell you, 66%, that's two-thirds. That's two out of every three men who are looking up, up, up top and going, ah, and then all that. So if you're not okay with that, if you want to shake it up, if you want to change that, you want to do a little something about it, that's why we've got forehems.com. It's a website where they'll put hair back on your head and who knows what else all over your body. And I say that implying only good things because that's what they sell is good things. I mean, look at me, man. I'd, I'd, I'd put more hair on my face if I could. 
It's really not scientifically possible at this point, but I'd try if I could. That's right. Maybe, maybe we ought to, ought, to, ought to rub some Mizzou football on there, see if that clears up some room to add some more. Yeah, that, that's that's forhims.com. It is uh, it is the one website you need to stop at for, you know, a little help with your hairline, a little help with uh, skin care, a little help with sexual wellness. If you know... Mizzou. Mizzou. That's right. Let's put it this way. If you're not putting as many points on the board as you used to, if you're not consistently converting first downs where it counts and when it counts, for hims.com. <laughs> and for now, uh, you folks, you and or Barry Odom, get a trial month of hymns for just $5. Right now, while supplies last, the website is F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash shutdown. Please, for, please, please remember the slash shutdown. That's $5 and you will no longer look like Barry Odom. That's right. We, we know, you know, we know tons of people with, with gorgeous hair who've used this. Not Barry Odom, who has no hair. He's like the sad before picture. And we want to fix that, Mizzou. We need to hook Barry Odom up with forhims.com. You can tell him again. No doctor's visits. Easy. As easy as the internet can be. As easy as it is to pick up a conference win in Columbia, Missouri. Forhims.com. We're just trying to get Barry Odom on Trevor Lawrence's level. No one's going to be at Trevor Lawrence's level, man. Yeah, that was I went too far. Sorry. Um, Ohio State, Penn State. I would be very interested to see Penn State do that thing where they get down several scores because that's been the pattern for Penn state is to have glacial starts, then immediately gas things up and drop 28, 35 points in a quarter, which they've done and are capable of doing mostly on bad competition, mostly on not real good competition. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do that against Ohio state counterpoint, Ohio state, they'll give up some whoppers. Defensively, if they're going to give up play, they give up. They give up. They don't give up a 5K. They give up, you know, the whole half marathon. Yeah. Penn State can do that. That sort of thing. Sort of their whole deal. Also, further complicating this time slot, you have uh, BYU at Washington, where um, Washington is favored by like 18, and I'm like, Mm. Are either of these teams going to score 18? Yeah. This feels like this feels like a default Madden score, right? 21-17. A simulated score. (laughs) Yeah. Ding! 21-17. 17-14. Something like that, because if you haven't watched either of these teams uh, matriculating their way down the field, the embodiment of it in both instances, especially BYU. Recovering punt addicts, BYU. Just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time, sometimes one yard at a time. Which is why they were such a good fit to Wisconsin, because both of them thought both of them said, Well, we got all night. <laughs> Washington's entire schedule really is nothing but like just grunt and punt teams. Auburn, Stanford, Utah. BYU and all builds to Washington State. 
was just Arizona State's in there too, but it it just like punt, 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 all out of punts. <laughs> yeah, if it were a treadmill workout, it would be ninety five percent level three. <laughs> Last like three tenths of a mile, twenty eight. Upside level down, twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of upside down and unconventional scoring, also kicking off around this time, buddy, Ole Miss is playing. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what will happen when Ole Miss plays? Not us. Not mm. Ole Miss. No one. You got Ole Miss at LSU. Uh, once again, fade the Tigers. Again, I did as well. Continues to be successful. But um, yeah. Ole Miss is going to score. They all, they, I mean, they're, they're going to score. Can, Are they? Can, how, much, I don't, how much can LSU score? I don't, I don't I think know. Ole Miss will score. I think Ole Miss might score for LSU. Yeah. They might throw them a TD or two. I, I could see that. I feel like Ole Miss's quarterback situation is currently felonious enough. You think Jordan Tom was too well behaved for my personal entertainment, <laughs> or at least perceived feloniousness? Like I don't think Bo Wallace was all that. Like oh no, I was missing Chad Kelly. Oh, <laughs> missing AK forty seven. Bo Wallace is a licensed physician, sir. Yeah, in the state of Mississippi, which to be fair, probably also requires being a licensed marksman. It's probably so just naughty. in the med school. Girl, I'm a licensed physician. In the state of Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. You gotta know how you gotta be able to know how to put a horse out of its misery. Come Chad on, Kelly you call yourself was a doctor. More of a vet. He was more of a vet. Because <laughs> those pythons were sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that he's gonna win a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh god. That's... Him and Jeremy Shockey are my favorite Super Bowl ring havers. That's my favorite thing when idiots, like people who were, I guess, celebrated idiots in college, right? Because mm-hmm. at times. My favorite breed of football player. Right. Chad Kelly at times did things which were very, very stupid. Not saying he is stupid. He just did some oh, extreme. I am. I think, okay. I, I kind of think he is a little stupid. Yeah, okay. At least life, I, I won't go that far because like, I don't know. At least AK regular might. person life-wise, I think it's verified that he's he's certainly done stupid things. You guys want you guys want to play like cranium? No, man, no, no. You get Chad. Oh God! Imagine him during the clay session. <laughs> it's a dick. It's always a dick. <laughs> now, if there were a game where you just had to mold as many Play-Doh dicks uh, in a little hourglasses amount of time, can't you make something else, Chad? Football. He's just firing out. <laughs> Yeah, guns. It'd actually be hard to make a Play-Doh football, man. You got to make the little pointy ends. Yeah, it's hard. Put the laces on the top. The, yeah, Ole Miss LSU, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, It's just, I'm not betting on LSU, but I wouldn't. There's just not, it's not a real productive football team in any sense of the word, really. It's not, they're winning. Yeah, just win, baby. Sure. Sure, you want to build a house on just stand, baby. Those bricks are fine. They seem kind of precariously cantilevered there. It's working. It's working. Just keep it up there. Keeps you dry. Yeah, I'm a contractor and a coach. Um, Yeah, we're really zipping through this thing. Ryan must hold us back. 
because he are, does, man. Making great progress emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a very loving man. <clears throat> he bakes. We, we, he bakes things. We love Ryan. Um, the, hey, we got we uh, damn. We got another rank versus rank game in the Pac-12 after dark spot. Okay, we got Oregon bouncing back from the most upsetting loss of the year, in which they completed two disastrous collapses in one game they're they're going on the road to play cal which is ranked yeah i say with a question mark cal is cal is ranked cal is a win over byu that's good listen to this sentence that's about to come out of my mouth cal comma the kentucky of the pac-12 mm-hmm. the duke of the pac-12 that's closer. It's not as amusing. <laughs> Stanford is extremely unamused by this. Stanford, the Kentucky of the Pac-12. <laughs> Actually, is Stanford more upset by that or by my assertion that they feel like they're on a level with Duke? Mm, probably that. Sorry, Stanford. Never apologize to Stanford. Never. David Shaw won't have it. If you handed him an apology, he'd just punt it. Punt. Just punt. 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 Who can argue with that, by the way? <laughs> like the, like after watching what happened, Oregon, effort, effort, try, try, effort, effort, try, try. Stanford, punt. Wait. <laughs> punt. Recover. Punt. We fold. 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 How did you win that hand folding? I did. Fold. Snap it again. <laughs> Everyone else folded first. Yeah, some advanced Silicon Valley stuff that you can't understand. <laughs> Got an app. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Stanford, the football team that's also an app. Would you like to become a six foot four tight end? Sure. Everyone is a six foot four tight end. I have not watched Cal play this year, so I am looking forward to this because thus far, all I have seen are Jim Hints stats schedules profiles and everything somehow saying that cal under justin wilcox is a good football team so it will be nice to see that in person i'm curious Hmm. i'm sure it'll continue mind you can i give you one thing against the shell of unc to start they won 24 17 and that game that they won against byu uh, they only won by three points, 21 to 18. Now, I know that with BYU, every game is going to be 21-18. But this might be this might be a bit of a false lead. Yeah, Cal hadn't done a whole lot this year, so. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, um, <laughs> can I run through the Sandman's picks of the week real quick? Please do. I, I could not stop you. <clears throat> the Sandman has Colorado minus 11 against UCLA. Uh, Texas Tech is getting 4.5 at home. Take that. Michigan minus 13.5 against Northwestern. Coastal Carolina is your Sandman pick of the week. Plus, four, plus 14 at Troy. Um, Purdue minus 3 against Nebraska. <laughs> It's ridiculous as it feels to say. Yeah. Almost plus 13.5. Kentucky minus one against South Carolina. Kentucky's at home. They're ranked. What could go wrong? 
Notre Dame minus 4.5 against Stanford. Georgia Southern. I don't even remember who they're playing. I just wrote down that I picked them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Penn State plus 4.5. On the year at this point, I am 31 and 22 in college and 7 and 8 in the NFL. (laughs) Just like everyone on the NFL. Yeah, the goal is just to go around 500. That's fine. We'll get you a job. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hire I'll hire a Schottenheimer or two to be right back in this thing. If you can hire one Schottenheimer, but there's two on the market, you really should just double your money and hire two Schottenheimers. Are they even related? I haven't asked you about this, by the way. Okay, because. You are also an Atlanta Falcons fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Be tender. I'm being very tender. Has your opinion of Steve Sarkeesian changed? I don't mean um <laughs> I don't mean from college to like I don't mean from pro to pro, right? Like from last this year to last year, right? No, what I mean is has it changed from college to pro? Or are you just like, yeah, that's that's the same it's the same dude the same same guy i think for most falcons fans it was you know all throughout the first season of the sark experience it was get this bum out of here and that was only confirmed by the first uh, game of this season in which they went what was it like one one for four or something like that in the red zone um I sort of looked at it as like we were we had some long lost relative who's like, you know, I have this son I can't take care of. He's going to come live with you. You know, I didn't view it as like, oh, we're we're hiring this guy and he's going to be either good or bad. It was more just like, well, we're stuck with this guy, you know, Steve Sarkeesian, the dreaded Laramie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. So for me, I didn't have high expectations. I sort of, I sort of knew the Sark experience, which is you 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 do pretty well, and then you don't get any better. Which I think, if you're looking at say that career progression, whether it's an individual season or career as a whole, that's sort of the equivalent of you know gaining about eighty yards and then not gaining any more, or roughly not scoring in the red zone. You see what I'm saying? There's there's a metaphor there. Um, mm. But over the last couple of games, things have picked up. I don't, I, don't, I don't really count on that continuing. So no, my, I, my opinion hasn't greatly changed. Yeah, I kind of think he's the wherever wherever you go, there you are, coaches. Because there you go, there you there you Sark. There you Sark. Yeah, <laughs> he's just there, and he's just that's about like as, Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> When was the last time you ate at a Burger King? Shout out Mike Felder. When when was it? Yeah, when? Like, how long ago was it that you last dined at a Burger King? I have the answer, but it's unpleasant. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? Do you remember this? No, I don't. Um, I never ate at Burger King because I stopped there one time during a cross-country move and there were rat droppings in my sandwich like (laughs) i always thought they had like a really good like basic chicken sandwich right yeah the plank the Uh, plank right right. and i just like i went and took it back and i was like you can have this and then i just left Mm -hmm. and then the only other time i've ever eaten there since was when we were on a road trip 
It was when we were going to the mullet toss and you got hangry. And that was the only thing nearby. Uh, and we had your oldest son in tow who was like nine weeks old at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I remember being like, man, I was really doing good there for a few years. But I'm Vincent's. You got to understand, you make deranged decisions when you have like we a nine-week-old child. We were making a road trip child. with like a nine-week-old baby, so yeah. 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 So yeah, that was I was I made bad choices. That was the last time. So I guess it was ten like eight years ago. Yeah. There yeah. is eight coming out ago. of my neighborhood. You in my usual like either going for a walk, whether it's to Publix or whatever, or going for a run route. I, I, there, I, at the same time, I pass a Waffle House on the right and a Burger King on the left. And those are two of the, among the fast casual hierarchy, those are two of the best smelling restaurants. You get the, the bacon from Waffle House and you get the actual, actual flame food from Burger King. And those combine and every, maybe like once a year, I'm like, let's see if this Burger King's hitting, you know, because like I, I liked it in the 90s to see if, let's see if somehow they, they, they recaptured the magic. And every time I'm just like, never trust your nose. Nose is a lie. <laughs> That's, you know, I'm good for Arby's twice a year like that. Like, I'll, I'll go. See, okay. I I feel like I need this explained to me by someone. I feel like Arby's is the least objectionable of the fast food because it's identifiably meat. Yeah, it's mostly meat, right? Like, and it's potato. not good, but nothing you get on the interstate is going to be good. And at least it is identifiably a meat product. Yeah. No, no, no. And that's their entire motto, right? Yeah. We have meats. Are they yeah. good? There are meats. That feels safer to me than like a Burger King, where God knows what could be ground up in there. Mm, that's true. Yeah, like, yeah I, I see what you're saying. Like a, uh, a, sl- the, a sliced meat having inherently more... Um, clear identity to it than a ground meat yes yes see as a former deli enthusiast deli manager person grocery person you understand this (laughs) i was just trying to bring the conversation back to left-handed again the left-handed the (laughs) left-handed publicies still still Bud Elliott told me after last week's show that there's a left-handed Publix on their way home and his wife refuses to shop there even though it is on their way. Let me... Um, She's a woman of excellent judgment. Speaking of uh, things that are not excellent judgment, there's the late game here and it just screams... It screams bad things all over it. Okay? Because there's actually a good late game. The good late game is Toledo at Fresno State. That's going to be heat. IMO. Like two good football teams, uh, both with like deeply underrated home environments, by the way. Like if I had to pick like two sort of mid-majory teams to go to and go to their home games, you would not, this would not be a bad pull if you went to either Toledo or Fresno State. This is at Fresno State. Uh, Still a pretty live crowd. Still a pretty good football team facing a pretty good football team. So, um, that will take you into the night and cradle you in its its well developed mid major arms. Hello. Oh yeah. god, we're doing it again. Can you hear me? Hmm. Jason? Jason. Hey. Hey y'all. Hey. Hello. You back? What's happening? 
Yeah, I made it an hour into I this, can, so I, you know. I can hear y'all. Okay, good. We're good. So I'll just pick it back up. So if you want the actual good late game, Toledo at Fresno State. Two pretty good teams. Two deeply underrated sort of fan bases. And yeah, it's going to work. Now, there's another game involving two Power 5 teams from the Pac-12 that has nothing but bad judgment written all over it. That'd be USC at Arizona. Because USC just came off of what feels like a deeply misleading 39-35 win over uh, Wazoo. Jason, would you please help everyone revisit the, hey, we played Washington State and this happened rule in terms of taking a lesson from that game. <laughs> no, please don't. You, you Don't. Um, everything was a lie. It was like a... It was like the what is the puzzle about every everything I say is a lie, including this. <laughs> it's, it's, That's what happens when you play Washington State. Yeah, it's the robot that is a liar. Yeah, Don't. Liar. Washington State is the um the the troll under the bridge with questions three. Yeah, don't, it's just a confusing experience. Uh, there are no rules. Don't don't mess with it. Just forget it happened. Is what we're saying. Okay. Because anybody watching that game might have thought, ah, you know what? This, this JT Daniel kid's got to figure it out. I think this CUC offense is going to be okay. I just have this really evil feeling that looking at this on paper, I was like, oh, man, this is, this is a blowout. USC really got it together in that Wazoo game. And then I remembered it's a Wazoo game. And this is Arizona on the road. Is Arizona going to win? No. Is this going to be an ugly, dysfunctional game? Sure feels like it. Especially because Arizona kind of starting to look something like a football team. Also, that loss to BYU to start the year, maybe not the worst thing in the world looking back on it. So, I don't know. this, This could be something like a game i just don't know if you want to watch it or much less try to predict it i think my favorite thing in bill Connolly's s&p plus numbers so far this year is how um arizona tanked arizona state went way up with some of those results in the first two weeks that probably needed some context from later in the season. But at this point, they have reversed, and Arizona now has a better chance of making a bowl than Arizona State does. Just two teams that are just two two stock markets passing in the night. Khalil Tate, by the way, still just having a baffling season. Like, and absolutely, he's... He's not 100% injury-wise at the moment. He's just not. Like, he was limping. And Corvallis, during the Oregon State game, just did not look himself in terms of running the ball. But not the same player. When you go, oh, man, Khalil Tate's going to run all over him. Nope. Nope. So far, total number of rushing yards, 31. 31. He had 1,411 last year. And he has 31 so far going into week five of this season. Yeah, well, they say too much exercise is bad for you. 
They say they say running too much can actually be bad for your heart. So Khalil Tate's gonna live forever. <laughs>